Welcome to the Nerd Cave News. I am one of your hosts, Zach Dykes, joined along with Hemdall has nothing on this hulking physique. It's Derek, defender of the Bifrost Daniels. Oh, okay. I like that, especially it goes with the God of War Ragnarok, you know, mythology. So, yeah. So Heimdall or Hemdall. 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 What was the name again? It's De- uh, Defender of the Bifrost Daniels. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Murdoch one from like in the past. Okay. Guys, we we need your help. Okay. I'm sifting through old ones. I wrote the I wrote the exposition on this one. I need your help. There's a link. Or you can go in the chat right now. Put exclamation mark Derek. Write some Derek names for me. For mm-hmm. the love of all the things that are good and holy on this earth. Okay? I need good exposition. Mm-hmm. I need clever names. Things that would also slightly make fun of Derek is also okay. Just slightly. Just a little, little tongue-in-cheek, okay? Nothing oh, awful. Like slaughtering Nothing the awful. pigs and or milking the horses. Or no, slaughtering the horses, milking the pigs. Yeah, you gotta you gotta milk the hogs. It's hogs. Yeah. You gotta milk the hogs and slaughter the horses. Yeah. No, Derek. We we've been apart for a week. Yeah. You know? And and I've missed you. I've missed you something fierce. Okay. Something I appreciate fierce. that. I missed you too. And I am excited that tonight we've got we got an awesome show, guys. Mm-hmm. We we've got today, whenever you're watching this, we've got stories from Ubisoft Ford. We've got Xbox ID. I don't know if we put any of that in there, but mm-hmm. uh Derek didn't do that. No. Bifro- oh, Bifrost over here didn't do his job. But anyway, there was an Xbox <laughs> ID. There was a Call of Duty. Okay. PlayStation State of Play. Uh, Nintendo Direct. Tons of stuff going on. Okay? Tons of stuff going on. There was a new Overwatch character announced, too. I don't know if he's got that either. No. But, man. Just... Again, I got to Look, I had to make cuts somewhere, bro. <laughs> murder your darlings. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta just murder them. You ever heard that? No, I've never yeah. heard that. Honestly, I'm like, whoa, okay, this is not family friendly anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's from an editing standpoint. It's like wow. whatever part that you really like, you just kill it anyway. So you can, you can get it, it down. In the restaurant industry, soldier uh, seventy six, eighty six. He's just a murderer. I guess uh, we're just, just crossing a, streams at this point. <laughs> just a straight up murderer. You know what I mean? Just a straight up murderer. But this episode is brought to you by our wonderful patrons. You can become part of the ship, part of the exclusive crew by going to patreon.com slash nerdcave, just like our wonderful crew members, the first mate, Brandon Hicks, our helmsman, the conductor, our gunners, Daniel Sanford, rushing water yoga, Marilyn James, Brittany, the Granny B. Harrison, and our deckhand, Martin Sager. You can also go support us over on epic game store by using our epic creator code nerdcave at checkout when you're getting them v bucks when you're getting that new rocket league season pass when you getting them brawler bucks baby from oh Rumbleverse. now derek i got my first uh win with brandon the other night Ooh. duos my god duos is so hard but we got now, that dub 
Now the, the real the, question is: Did you get him his first win in duos, or did he get you oh, your I, first I, win in duos? I got us that first win. Oh, okay, he got, <laughs> he got knocked out, and boy, man, I, I laid I laid that person out. I, I just I speared him like old Goldberg used to do back <laughs> in the day. I was like, "You mind?" They broke him in half, <laughs> and I'm like, "Who's next?" And I'm just like, <laughs> you know how Goldberg used to be back in the day. Not now. Next. Mm, mm. This is the Nerd Game News, where each and every week we run you through all the video game news that you need to know. You need to know it. If you don't know it, who knows what's going to happen to you? Maybe somebody will throw a rabid squirrel at your face. There, you got that, you got the shipment right of the rabid squirrels. Yeah, I did actually. Now okay, that you okay. mentioned that, they, okay. it, came, it came right before I had to jump on, but they came in. Okay, okay, that's why you were late. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch us live over twitch.tv slash nerdcave network on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Time or watch the show later over on youtube.com slash nerdcave network. Make sure to hit the follow and subscribe button so you don't miss out on anything. And we have a podcast version of the show. You can check us out over on all the podcast services around the globe. Leave us a five star review or one of those rabid squirrels will come and find you. And they will like I'll I'll put a tracker. Well, not a tracker. What's the what's the thing I'm looking for? He's gonna pump them up with steroids, guys. Like he's oh gosh, they're gonna be rabid and (laughs) rabid and on steroids. They're gonna like have like jacked up arms. Like they're gonna be just like out of their mind. There was a random tangent, real quick. That reminded me of a season two of Demon Slayer. Uh, One of the guys, he's a shinobi. Like one of the head swordsmen, he's a he's a shinobi, and he's got muscle mice, like legitimate, like they're all like jacked, like roided out mice. That <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I've never watched it, so I, I can't be stealing it because I've never seen it before. Yeah. So maybe they stole it from me before I knew. Before I knew. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. Whatever helps uh, you sleep at night. I'm gonna send them a des- cease and desist letter. <laughs> You know what I'm not going to stop doing, though, Derek? is playing God of War 2018. Oh, that is our yes. Game Club game for September. Man, we're we're about halfway through the month. Yeah, we we're are. Exa- th- no, we're exactly halfway through the month. And I played some more. Played some yeah. more. Uh, about time. I, I am about to go to Helheim. Um, oh, you're not that far behind me because I just left there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm about to go into Helheim. Now, Derek, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this, my mm-hmm. friend. I'm going to tell you this. Play a new game plus mode. I feel like I'm an evangelist right now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> I'm going to spread the good word. Playing on new game plus mode, like, you don't get, like, a lot of, like, armor or anything like that. I'm getting, like, yeah. skip slag or whatever. Yeah, but scap slag. Scap slag, whatever. It sounds like a like a disease, like fungus of your toenails or something like that. No, nah, it sounds like a weird musical genre that too that too um the rabid the rabid squirrels look like jackalopes at the petting zoo pup like petting zoo puppies um so i've been working on my armor set dude i am almost a level 10 yeah i'm i'm halfway i'm like a little over halfway to level 10 myself so yeah like it is it is nice. Like I, I bumped it where like everybody's like starts at level five and I am just utterly yeah. 
wrecking house and it is it's so fun it is so yeah. fun to just like just totally just demolishing people um, um so you you I said actually, you're good well i was just gonna say yeah i'm i'm out of hillheim um by the way that trip that trip there like when you go back to the house it still get like I, I witnessed it and I knew what was gonna happen and it still gave me goosebumps. Like that mm-hmm. that whole sequence is just like man, like the like how they phrased it, the line delivery, the ambiance of the scene. It was just like you know, the the Luke Kratos gives when uh, Freya you know says what he has to do. It's just mm-hmm. like ooh, it gave me chills and I'm like, yep, this is why I love this game. Yeah, Even though I know what happens. It still can be good. It's like um, you literally have them on you and you're like new game plus and everything. Exactly. <laughs> you already but, know too. It's like, it's like, huh, will they not be there because you already have them? <laughs> it's like, where are they? <laughs> but yeah, like his his look when he like, you know, like rubs his arms where like the chains uh-huh. used to be and everything. Ah, this game is so good. Guys, you still got time. You still got time to jump on a God of War. If you don't finish in September, you also have October, okay? Yeah. I'm not saying we're extending it to October, no. but you can still finish it in October. Now, are you golden pathing this thing? Because I definitely am. Uh, Well, see, that's why you're so... Because I've I've been doing, like, all the side quests, too, as they come up. Like, I'll, like, I'll do some golden pathing and some side quest stuff. Like, I just went, like, after I got the chisel. Went ahead since there's one right there by you mm-hmm. know in that area where you get the chisel. I'm just like, uh, let me go, let me go to the hidden chamber and um, face the enemy. And uh, that you talk about like you, the armor set and like doing it is so much easier. Like I, I just like I barely even lost half health, and nice, I'm just like, man, nice. this is so much easier now. When we get to the main one of this group, <laughs> that's going to be another story. But uh, yeah. at least from compared to my first attempt playthrough. Uh, when I got to that same one, I was like, oh, this is light years easier than last time. Yeah, that that was the thing that I was wondering is like the Valkyries. Like I, I figured they would be much easier and you can just drop the difficulty. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when you get to the queen, uh, which I still have it like that. That is the only one that I haven't beaten um, out of all of it. I like I'm I'm golden pathing because like one, I need to finish it and two, I just don't yeah. have enough time. Um, exactly. But it's like, I spent so much time doing all the other stuff in the original run. It's like, there's not a lot yeah. that I would get out of doing it. So Again, other than yeah. like uh, Odin's like crows, like that's about the only yeah. thing that I didn't get yeah. the first time around. But that is our, our, I want to say August is in the yeah. in the notes here. Well, we did our, start playing it in August, so you're not wrong. Our August and September Game Club game, God of War, guys, uh, will announce next month's Game Club game uh, soon. But let's get into what is and what it forever will be, the gaming discussion. First up, Disney and Marvel Game Showcase announcements. We have a new co-op Mickey Mouse and Friends game, Illusion Islands, announced exclusively for Nintendo Switch in 2023. So I think the biggest thing was this is exclusive to Nintendo Switch. I think, I don't know if it's a big get for them yet, but the art style looks similar to the recent Mickey Mouse shorts, and the story will see Mickey and Friends embarking on a quest to, quote, explore the mysterious islands of Monoth and recover three mystical books to save the world from disaster. Each character looks to have also have their own unique ability, like Donald's ability to swim and Goofy's ability to use a, a ginormous condiment model. Oh, and it supports online and local split-screen co-op. 
um, which the online cult will probably be trash because it's on Switch. Yeah, yeah. I heard that the Splatoon uh, online sports Splatoon three has been actually really good. Yeah, um, well, but you know, considering this is their third installment and they've been working with Nintendo forever, it's like if you don't have that down pat, then what are you doing? Yeah, uh, this trailer, like I, I watched it. Um, you know, it looks very interesting. It is. Um, it's kind of cupheadish. That's what it feels like. Oh, it's okay. like a it's a mix of cuphead and like the th- like three D like side scrolling like two D whatever three D ish Mario games where like Mario has an ability, Luigi has ability, Peach has the ability, and uh, Toad has a, a special ability and everything. That's what it definitely feels like. Uh, but it definitely. I think it will sell really well. I 100% do. Like because we're not getting a Mario uh right now, I think this is going to kind of fill that void for that side scrolling Mario. Yep. Um Murdoch asks, has Switch ever released any online players number? No. No, not to mind. It's like Xbox releasing console sales numbers. They just don't do it because they probably don't want to embarrass themselves. Yeah. Any anytime someone doesn't release numbers, it's probably because they're not as good as what they want. Yeah. Just say. Well, plus an Xbox right now, they probably want to release Game Pass subscriber numbers rather than console sales numbers, because that's the direction they're going anyway. But that's that's neither here nor there. That's a side tangent. Yep. Continuing on, Marvel World of Heroes, a new Marvel AR game has been announced by Pokemon Go developer Niantic. And so it's this one's interesting because it's a Marvel hero game because we know how Pokemon Go is. Um, This is an AR game that will let fans create their own very own superhero and team up with their favorite Marvel characters in the real world. Those interested can pre-register now at MarvelWorldOfHeroes.com ahead of its global launch on mobile devices in 2023. My thing on this, Derek, I watched I watched the D23 with Blessing uh, at Amelia Jr. Did a fantastic job from over at Kind of Funny. He is, um, blessing. he is, he is. I like blessing. Um, <laughs> do you think this is actually going to take off? Like we've saw that Harry Potter tanked, you know, yeah. several of these AR the games. Antic did that too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Several of these AR games, like the Ghostbuster one, gone. Oh yeah. You know, like, do you think that that type of game is done? Like Pokemon is the only one that has been successful and will stay successful because of what it is. It actually lends itself to that type of gameplay. Well, I think so. Mar- it's going to be one of those tricky situations for me because Pokemon is like an ever, it's a continuing thing. Like heck Pokemon is an annual series at this point for big major entry. So they keep it relevant. They keep it fresh. They keep it moving. Marvel is doing that too. Although, you know, they, they do it with movies and now they do it with Disney Plus shows now. And now it's just like a roller coaster. We saw they've released the whole next saga and it's like they're cramming a bunch of stuff in over the next couple of years for good or for bad. Um, the thing with Harry Potter and Ghostbusters, not saying that they're not big, not saying that they're niche, even though you can make an argument that Ghostbusters has become a niche thing over the years from at least over the last couple of decades from when it was at its apex height to where Mm -hmm. it is now like yeah they're trying to bring it back they've got you know they they did a newer movie like sort of like the next generation type of thing um and it did okay but it didn't i don't think is going to reinvigorate or uh reinvigorated the fan base Mm -hmm. um to this massive hype level and harry potter while it still is like trying to keep relevant like we've got hogwarts legacy next year and fantastic beast was just a thing even though it's kind of faltered off uh with the last entry 
it's still like one of those like middling uh, fan bases that I think is more appreciated from a cinematic view than it is game wise. So I think that's why it didn't take off as well. Now, Marvel's interesting because they have they started to put out games like with Spider-Man, say what you will, Avengers is still going, whether you want to say it's strong or not. It was intriguing at launch. Um, We've got Wolverine in the works, which is great. And, you know, it's got and Midnight Suns is on the horizon. Um, That looks very promising. So it's one of those like mediums that can do either or that I think can do well. Now, will it do Pokemon Go well? I'm not sure. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a flop, to be 100% honest. Uh, you know, how many people are going to buy into this? What is the yeah. longevity? Like, we might see a huge spike of numbers at the beginning, like oh, most yeah. launches of these kind of titles, because it's free, it's on your phone, whatever. I think that this will will have a heavy, heavy fall off. 100%. Mm, yeah. 100%. And within six to eight months, it will be dead. We'll see. We'll see. But the next up, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora gets a quick gameplay overview. And I watched this. Not impressive. Not impressive at all. That's what I've heard, too. Like, I didn't watch watch any of the D... Well, some of it, but not all of the Mm. D23 trailers. Um, But, yeah, I didn't see Avatar. But they try and make it interesting. But I I heard from this recent gameplay demo, it was like... "Mm." this ain't it chief it looked like a double a like movie tie-in kind of game oh like it looked it looked it looked very poorly done um so hopefully you know we'll they'll polish polish it you know but yeah it was uh it was lackluster at best and continuing on in that uh, form and fashion, Marvel <laughs> Snap, the upcoming free-to-play collectible card game, gets a global release date. So it's officially launching globally on mobile and PC on October 18th, just over a month from now. Players can pre-register for Marvel Snap right now, and it promises over 150 Marvel heroes and villains and a shorter average match time that other gamers in the genre to get uh, to get players right into the action. Um. You want to talk about uh, Marvel uh, Marvel heroes uh, flopping? I think this one is going to be snapped out of existence within two months. <laughs> Thanos will be coming in there just... Yep. I, and I think this, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, I think this is like them trying to capture that craze that Hearthstone had for a really oh, long yeah. time. And now Gwent, which I think that is, you know, that's also losing steam. Um, I, I think this is a little too late and the it it just it seemed convoluted it seemed like at least hearthstone made sense it was pretty easy to you know get in and play i played a good bit of hearthstone for a while this was very complicated looking there was a ton of cards on the on the screen and it was just like yeah this is not for me dog this is not for me at all uh murdoch says so who comes up with these bad ideas i don't know I have no idea. Like I it 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 yeah, it definitely does feel like a microtransaction game. Like oh, all, yeah. all of these games that are like this, um, it's it's all about selling stuff to people, you know. Oh, well, you can only get, you know, the gold Iron Man in this pack and you have to yeah. buy, you know, there's a chance to get one or whatever, but this they only appear in this, you know, fifteen dollar pack or whatever. I don't know, but yep. um 
this is, you know, the marketing scheme behind this is to get people on there, to get wells, to get money, and go forward from there. And, yeah. you know, just not about that. Just not about that. Um, before we jump into these next few, Murdoch asks, double A equals B studio? Not necessarily. Double A is just like the size of a studio and the yeah. funding behind a studio. Because uh, you have indie which is usually a very small team of developers, yeah. you know, like around 10 ish or something like that. Yeah, that's like a pretty no big, more than 20. Yeah. That's a pretty big um, team and everything. Double a is it's got a little bit more funding and there are, um, there, there's just more funding and more behind it and everything. Hey, Ari, how are you doing? Um, so like double a, like I've, I've played some really good double a games, uh, plague Dale, yeah, I'll say game. recently just Plague Tale. Yeah, so Double A is not a bad connotation. It's just that's where it kind of like falls on that, right? <laughs> you know, well, not all of them are good. because and unfortunately too because of who's making it, like Ubisoft, like a big like AAA, like beat their chest, see what we can do, like how big we can make open worlds developer. And with the recent track record, this ain't looking too much better for them. Yeah, it it definitely is, and. and <sighs> Disney is at this really weird place of like they're putting out their their IPs and everything for people to develop and it's like some investments are really good and then others are not so good like Marvel Avengers could have been a really really awesome game but (laughs) unfortunately it wasn't the story was the best part of it but everything else was really really lackluster um so it's just kind of sad the worth for wakanda expansion and then i can uninstall that game because i don't need have any use for it <laughs> i played a, a good chunk of it on stream i never finished it uh yeah. playing as black panther is so much harder than playing as any other character i will 100 percent tell you that okay yeah it, it just mm, 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 mm. we're gonna split these next five up i'll take uh yeah. odds you take even so first up okay. Return to Monkey Island gets a new trailer ahead of its Talk Like a Pirate Day launch date for September 19th, which is four days away at the beginning of this. So following that, Aliens Dark Descent first gameplay trailer revealed and will be launching in 2023. This was revealed, I think, at Gamescom uh, or or like earlier uh, in the year, like middle of the year. So, but good on it. Another uh, remaster from Disney's past. Gargoyles remaster will bring classic 90s platformer to modern consoles and PC. Which is a good, intriguing sign because Gargoyles was always like an underrated cartoon, in my opinion. But so good. good to see it at least try and make a comeback. Uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley to add a new Toy Story realm later this year. The mobile MMORPG shooter Avatar Reckoning gets a first look trailer. And the mo- this mobile title will let you customize your own avatar and explore Pandora across, quote, multiple game modes. Um, an MMORPG shooter on a mobile device. That's going to be an intriguing one. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how this is going to be smooth. But I understand, like we talked, I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. They're trying, a lot of people are really trying uh, Sony because they bought um, that new studio. They're yeah. really trying to hit that mobile market <clears throat> hardcore, especially over in Europe. Um, yeah. They're trying to really reach that side of things over in the Middle East. Like that is a huge, huge market there. So um, I think that's what we're seeing here with Disney as well. They're trying to, but Avatar, like I, I 
I, f- I feel like that's a weird choice. Yeah. For this, a very weird choice. Um, moving on to the next one, which is you, Derek. Um, the Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga gets a new Galactic Edition and new characters, and will bring with it thirteen character packs, including six new packs that contain such fan favorites as Cassian Andor, Reva, Captain Rex, and more on November first. Like, I wish they would include some story packs, but I know that they're like done on this game, other yeah. than like uh, the characters and all of that, which is kind of sad. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Disney Speedstorm introduces new racers from Monster Inc. And I watched this trailer, mm. and man, it just looks like a cheap imitation of Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah. And that's sad because, like, Mario Kart is just sitting on on eight. <laughs> like we're gonna talk about yeah, that in a little bit. Just sitting on eight. Um, so maybe you know we got the Chocobo uh, knockoff yeah, that... <laughs> uh, one, and now we got this one. I feel like everybody's trying to come after the crown right now while yeah. Nintendo just uh, rests on its uh, five gallon bucket. I was literally about to bring up the five gallon bucket. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> Um, but speaking of Disney, Disney's Miraverse's Halloween season will soon bring spooky fun to the mobile adventure. They're they're really doubling down on this mobile stuff. Mm-hmm. Marvel Strike Force to add Red Hulk out now. Uh, Tron Identity is a new visual novel adventure from Thomas Was Alone's Bithel Games, and it will be coming to PC and consoles in 2023. Now I'm I'm interested in this one. I I like Tron. Yeah, so I'm very interested. Like how like visual novel adventure is it going to be yeah. like a telltale game like that's 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 the only thing that i can see it like really like that kind of place yeah and and, and mike bithel makes really good uh narrative games too so hope we know the story will be good but the how the how it'll play out like gameplay wise that'll be another thing to wonder yeah i i'm i'm optimistic on that one uh but next up is we've got a trailer Mm -hmm. for marvel's midnight suns uh gets a release date and a switch version to be determined uh so let's pull that up real quick and we will watch this awesome awesome trailer let's see if i can do this if i can make Mm -hmm. it happen captain i'm i need kevin you know i know I need Kevin. I need Kevin to get. I want to come back from his vacation. (laughs) I don't know what he's doing. He's he's over here doing all this kind of stuff. Eric says, "Looking forward to this one for sure." Same. I I I love I love these type games, and it being Marvel, I cannot wait for it. One hundred percent. All right, let's check out this trailer. I like that you can open up a portal. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the customization.
December second. Mm. And just that little add some a little extra uh, tidbit here. Um, alongside the release date news, it was revealed that Marvel's Midnight Suns will be getting prequel shorts beginning on October thirty first. That are quote set uh, that are a quote set of five short videos that provide backstory on the formation of the young core of the Midnight Suns. Um, trailer looked dope. Um, of course, you know it, it shows like a lot of similar gameplay we already know. Um, I feel like it wasn't that long ago that we talked about it was delayed indefinitely and they couldn't promise any release date. Then all of a sudden it feels like a few weeks later, oh, December 2nd, guys, just kidding. Like the Switch version, we still don't know. But like usually when you say delayed indefinitely, like you're talking about months. And yes, granted, from and it's not mid-October release date, original, no, it was supposed to be October 7th to December 2nd. Yeah, it's two months, but you're t- I thought it was they were insinuating next year sometime, not like end of this year. So it little I guess they wanted to make sure they could hit it before promising anything again and delaying it a, like another time. But yeah. uh, it's just weird that three weeks after it gets delayed, it feels like, or maybe longer than that, we get a release date again. I feel like uh, the mouse came and visited them. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> get your stuff together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, you're going to release this game. So hopefully, yeah. like, you know, it looks good. Like, every time they release one of these games, um, the studio, they're very, very well thought out, great games. I highly doubt we're going to get a permadeath system in this, like their yeah, uh, XCOM like, games and everything, because yeah. it, it wouldn't really fit this universe. Maybe it does. That would be way, way yeah. more interesting. Um, but I do like the the concept of getting to make your own character and that they're going to be a part of this universe. You're going to get to have dialogue with people. <clears throat> I doubt that it's going to be voiced by any any stretch yeah. of the imaginations, but uh, I am really looking forward to it. And to wrap up our D23 coverage on this episode, uh, one that I was very, very excited for, Derek. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm glad that Amy Henning, she she's near and dear to our hearts here because yep. she's a PlayStation alum, but Amy Henning and Skydance News New Media game with Marvel is a Captain America and Black Panther story set in World War II. So this might not be the one that people were thinking of because you know we got hints of it leading up to this, right? Uh, like she was doing a a, a team up game, like a squad based game. Um, and everyone's thinking, oh, what is it? A, is it a different type of Avengers? Is it Fantastic Four? Like, which one is it? So, and the, we saw rumors leading up as like, oh, it's a Black Panther. Oh, it has Captain America. Now, it, they, technically, those were both right. Uh, during the story, players will travel to Paris, Wakanda, and potentially more places. While the game is currently untitled, it promises to feature four playable heroes. Quote, a young Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. Azuri, T'Challa's grandfather and the World War II era Black Panther. Gabriel Jones, a U.S. soldier and member of the Howling Commandos, and Nanali, or Nanali, I, I guess that's how you play, leader of the fledgling Wakanda spy network. Um, so I have a couple of questions for you mm-hmm. on this one, just on the news, because yeah, you get the buzz heroes like Captain America, Black Panther. Yep. Are you excited or because we see like? Granted, yes, it was more with Call of Duty side, but people got burned out by World War II era stuff several years ago. Do you mm. think the world? Do you think World War II setting will help or hinder this story? And do you all? Well, let me. I'll let you answer that first. Do you think the World War II setting is the right choice for this? It is. 
a hard thing to sell a World War II game at this point in time because it yeah. has been beat to death. This, on the other hand, I think it will be beneficial because it is right when Steve becomes Captain America. He is yeah. not a man out of time. He is he's right in time and everything, and he's young compared to the Black Panther yeah. at this point is going to be a king that has reigned for a while. So there's going to be this juxtaposition of, you know, he's not the old man fighting or whatever. Yeah. He is the young whippersnapper. So you so, think Black Panther will be like the mentor to, to Steve to teach him how to be a hero or whatnot. Yeah. I think that's how it's going to be played. Okay. My other thing is, is like, yes, we have two known characters, but we have two like, yeah, howling commandos and part of the Wakanda. So you got to think those, those two, like, uh, was it Gabriel and, and Steve will be together and then Azuri and Natalie will be together um, and they'll team up and do this thing. Do you think only having two known characters and not like a squad, like, cause you would think, well, why did this new guy, why not dumb, dumb Dugan or some, someone else mm. or Bucky um, would be a thing. Like, do you think two of these unknown characters um, will, will want people to, will intrigue people to try and play this? Um, cause they, cause I think what I read is you'll be able to play as all four characters at certain points throughout the story. So do you mm. think people will be excited to play as these new characters or do you think people will be like, I don't care. I just want to play as either Steve or a uh, black Panther. I think it'd be more of the latter, but it is interesting. The ones that they've chosen, especially Natalie, uh, she becomes the queen of Wakanda and Ooh. she's, she's married to Azuri, uh, in the comics and everything. So, I, I think, you know, we might get some actual cool story and character development out of yeah. both of them. Um, you know, Gabriel Jones, I don't really know his story that much. Yeah. Um, really nothing. But I think there there is enough there to, instead of just like, okay, we're getting, uh, you know, Steve, he's going to get frozen and, you know, this. Yeah. And it's like you're surrounding Captain America around with, characters that are very different and very like unknown so you can tell a fresh story with having captain america as the tent pole to hold it up i think yeah. that is it's a smart way of doing it and amy henning you know talking about some last of us talking about some uncharted, uncharted yeah you know like she's been around the block um, so i think it's going to be very very interesting to see did she do a last of us or was that just no. neil no, that was Neil and um, okay. the other guy who left. Okay. Um, Amy was My just fault. uncharted, but still, she she has her, you know, and well, she worked on the Star Wars game before it got canceled. Mm -hmm. Um, but you got to think she has her chops in narrative. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So I am excited. I cannot wait for it. It looks cool, and you know, get that just time. It's like the the great generation, and you know what kind of covert cool things are we going to get? What is the yeah. gameplay going to be like? That is what I'm very interested in to see. Uh, and only time will tell, but Derek, we've got so much to cover. Yeah. We got to move forward to the Ubisoft forward announcements. Track mania is headed to consoles with cross platform play and cross progression. So after years of being a PC exclusive, Ubisoft's track mania is finally headed to consoles in 2023 and it will include cross-play and cross-progression with its PC counterpart. While no Switch version was mentioned, it was confirmed it will arrive on C Xbox Series X and S, PS5, Google Stadia, and Amazon Luna. Um, and it's and I guess they're doing the thing of, like, 
because you know they did Trackmania Turbo, Trackmania Legends. You know they've done so many iterations that it just went back to just called Trackmania. So um, interesting, you know, a, a good thing. It, like it's one of those series that never really got my grasp, my interest, but it was always mm -hmm. intriguing to see what they do because they always have wacky trailers with it. So good on it that it's still going as a series. Yeah, it looked really, really fun. Uh, it looked pretty polished as well from what I remember and everything. Yeah. Uh, from I've watched so many trailers from D23 and this. I know. And then the, they and all the blur movie. together at this point. <laughs> yeah, the movie side of D23 as well. So it's a lot of trailers been going on. But next up is Just Dance 2023 announced for a holiday release. Get that money, honey. Right. Yeah. This newest entry will arrive on holiday of this year for Siri, Xbox Series X and S, PS5, and Switch, and will include brand new, quote, dance on demand platform alongside new online multiplayer features and a new interface. As with previous Justice, Just Dance games, it will receive a constant stream of free and regular content updates. You know, like this game, it just, it just keeps coming out, but it keeps making crazy money. It keeps Just Dancing? Yeah. It just, Derek. <laughs> Derek, Derek. what one game that i like what it confused me from the get-go and two it's still around yeah uh, is riders republic is teaming up with vans and getting its own bmx biking and it's out now yeah and i think like that partnership with bmx biking and vans like to put that kind of apparel in game mm. or those equipment in game i feel like it's too late because the game's over a year old at this point um and they're now just getting this uh, i mean do you i guess but i don't know the games i feel like is dead yeah agreed speaking of things that won't die the crew 2 is getting ice tracks for the first time and which is uh, it's already out now um it came out it's released a couple days ago um it's on season six and you hear nothing about the crew too, unless Ubisoft, like no one talks about it. You rarely see YouTube videos on it. Like mm -hmm. I, I'd like to know who's still playing this game. It must be, it's probably not that many in America, at least not our part of the world, the country anyway, because yeah. uh, it's on season six, which is insane to me. Like I didn't even, I, I blinked and they went from season three to six. Yeah. Speaking of the same thing, yeah. Mythic Quest season three gets a sneak peek. Like I remember when it got its first season. Yeah. I don't I don't I like I didn't even know it went past one season. Uh the trailer that they showed, it was funny. Like it's just not something I'm gonna get into. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, it's on it's on Apple Plus or whatever it's called. It's like, do I need to pay for another streaming service? No. It's like I yeah. need another hole in the head. Just like this ain't <laughs> this ain't it. It ain't it, dog. Well, what is what is for me is even though I don't play it. Um, Brawlhalla is crossing over with Castlevania on October 19th. Mm, I like it. I like it. Now, you know, speaking of crossovers and, uh, you know, bonding together, decisions. Netflix and Ubisoft are partnering on a live action Assassin's Creed adaptation alongside with three mobile games based on the Assassin's Creed, Valiant Hearts, and Mighty Quest. Oh. And these games will also be free on the Netflix app. For those with with a subscription, and will have no ads or in app purchases. Ari says that she watched Mythic Quest. Is it any good? Like it looks funny, but it's like getting another streaming service is just like not on. <laughs> like I yeah, want to avoid it, like the plague. Um, but with this headline, real quick, 
Valiant Hearts 2 coming out, and it's through this. Yeah. I'm, I won't say this, Derek. Do you remember when Ubisoft had, like, Ubisoft? Uh, it, was, it was an art that was, like, EA side of things. UB Play? Yeah. No, it was, no, like, it was UB Art. Okay, UB Art. This is what's taking its place because we yeah. have not seen Valiant Heart. Like, it's such a good game. If you've never played the original Valiant Hearts, set in World War One, just it'll tear your heart out type deal. Yeah. Um, but seeing that we're getting that there and then Assassin's Creed, I'm curious what we're getting Assassin's Creed wise. Is this yeah. like, we're going to talk about a lot of Assassin's Creed news. Yeah. Are some of those projects like the mobile project going to be coming through this instead of like, I wonder if, because you remember you talked about that 2.5, uh, D resurrection last week, or I think it was. Wonder if this will be what it like. This is what it culminates to is on mobile. Okay, yeah, it it might be. It might be. Um, Ari says that it Mythic Quest is exciting. It's hilarious, more silly than anything. I am Canadian, so I feel like I need to watch it. Okay, is it mate? Like, is it based? Yeah, because it is based. Like the show is like based in Canada and everything. Okay, mm. okay. Okay. Um, Ubisoft. Oh, I was gonna. Say, I thought it was my turn. I'm sorry. Uh, Ubisoft Plus celebrates its third anniversary with a gift to PC, Google Stadia, and Amazon Luna players, um, and which will have multi access for free until October 10th. This will let them play over 100 Ubisoft titles, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, guys, get your free UB, Ubisoft Plus right now. Uh, get your free month. Try it out. Try out all the games that are on there. Beat you a game, okay? Save you $60 on something. and yeah. Beat you a Ubisoft game and get it done, okay? Uh, also, Google Stadia and Amazon. Like you see, you will see here in a little bit with this Assassin's Creed news that Ubisoft is dropping Stadia yeah. support, which is very interesting. Right. Uh, we'll get to the Assassin's Creed question you had, Cody, here in just a second because we're fixing it. Let us roll through this and let's get to the Assassin's Creed section and then we'll yeah. answer that question. Um, Ubisoft celebrates its third anniversary with... Uh, nope. You already read that. Yeah, I read that. Well, you ha it's like numbered one again. It's it's Kevin's fault. Let's just be I honest. Know. Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope will get post-launch content with Rayman, which I'm excited. Yeah, Mario Hope. plus Rabbits. The the gameplay looks so good. Yeah, it looks so good. I watched the Wiggler boss battle that they did, and it's like, man, that's a, lo a lot more intriguing. Uh, mm -hmm. Are they they changed a lot of the stuff they did from the first game for sure? Yeah, one hundred percent. It looks so in depth. It looks a lot more fast paced, and it, like, I'm excited. I like the first one, but yeah. this one looks so much better. So much better. Skull and Bones, though. <laughs> yeah uh skull and bones trailer shows off ship customization and trading network called the helm will also have cross-platform play at launch which i'm glad i'm getting i'm glad we're getting cross play yeah. i wish there was some cross progression as well because you know yeah you gotta you gotta go where people are you know what i mean you want to be where the people are <laughs> i want to see see them jumping dancing all right let's check out this trailer from skull and bones right now this could be the greatest heist ever Fire away! 
the villain. I do like the flamethrower. That's pretty dope. Yeah, and I'll say the dragon breath is always nice. That one though, right there. Yeah. Crazy that you can shoot behind you. All right, November eighth. Now, Derek, does this do anything for you? Are you excited about Skull and Bones after watching that? Does it does it pique your interest? I mean, maybe I'll check it out one day but it doesn't get me i mean since god of war ragnarok the the goat part two is coming out the literally the next day i have no intrigue to play this day one because one by the time like i'll you know, it would be my thing i would buy it have it downloaded and the servers would be janky until about midnight and then it would be time <laughs> to play god of war and i would forget all about this you know See, what i mean you, so you you wouldn't want to slow down your download of god of war is what you're telling me exactly one thousand yeah. percent um but and you know the, the customization is nice like the different abilities for the ships are great my thing is ubisoft is some of the best stuff will probably be locked behind either microtransactions or he's like or you have to like grind it out and it's like oh but you can pay 4.99 to get this currency and be able to get it faster and it's like look i don't care yeah yeah it I think it's going to be cool in certain ways, but it might be down the road. Murdoch, I'm curious what you thought about that trailer. I know, yeah. I know, you were Jonesing, um, yeah. which we're we're gonna get to AC Mirage here in a few. I, everybody's like chomp champing at the bit I know. <laughs> for Assassin's Creed. We're gonna get there, guys. Uh, let's let's hurry it up, Derek, because yeah, they're waiting. They're waiting. They're beating down the doors. So Rainbow Six Mobile gameplay revealed with a closed beta that's out now. And then when Rainbow Six Mobile launches in the future, it will have 5v5 matches, crossplay, and voice chat. The Division Resurgence, a mobile spinoff, is accepting signups for its next testing phase. And this upcoming test will focus on PvP modes like Dark Zone and Conflict, which Dark Zone and a mobile going to be interesting to see how that plays mm -hmm. out, but yeah. Uh, the the speaking of division, the division two season ten price of power will have agents hunting down General Peter Anderson, and that is out now. Also, speaking of the division, the division Heartland is gearing up for another testing phase. Now we get to the news that you all want to hear, which is the uh, the it almost felt like yeah, this was an Assassin's Creed showcase more than a Ubisoft yeah. board. It was like Assassin's Creed featuring others. Um, so to start off, you know, little game called Valhalla came out almost two years ago now. Mm -hmm. Uh, they are still pumping out content for this game. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the last chapter, will tie up the loose ends of Eivor's story. And they had a trailer for this. It looked good. I'm glad that they're they're finishing this out. That that you know they're they've been really good since they relaunched about actually like supporting the game for a long time. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're going to continue to do that. 
Um, the next bit of Assassin's Creed news, Assassin's Creed codenamed Jade is an open world Assassin's Creed game for mobile devices. So according to Ubisoft, it will feature, quote, classic Assassin's Creed gameplay and will take place in an, o- in an open world that was built to work well with touch controls. In addition to sharing that Assassin's Creed Jade uh, will let players create their own assassin protagonist for the first time ever in the series. Jade will also let players explore China in the year 215 BCE and even parkour across the Great Wall of China. If they wouldn't let you parkour great, across the Great Wall of China, is it Assassin's Creed? Like that's one even, of that's is it one even of the, a game. Yeah. Well, that's one of the biggest like draws of Assassin's Creed is like going to these like historic places and then just parkouring all over the place. And you have to say parkour like the office where they're like parkour, parkour, <laughs> and jumping all around. Uh like I'm excited for this. Like be you know, hopefully it will be something that's kind of robust. This will, I'm going to just call it, this will be part of that Netflix deal. Yeah. They're going to be, you know, with a mobile and everything. Uh, but, you know, I'm the, it's a cool setting. Uh, getting to, you know, be able to make your own character and everything, I think is going to be awesome. But yeah. let's talk about some Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, we got a trailer for this. We're going to talk about this. Uh, and we're going to answer some questions. Ari yeah. said she meant Assassin's Creed is exciting, not uh mythic quest i agree Assassin's yeah. creed is very exciting I, i'm i'm this one i'm i'm kind of stoked for i'm not gonna even lie yeah. uh so Assassin's creed mirage is set in baghdad 20 years before the events of valhalla and derek you can go ahead and read that and then we'll watch the trailer um so it will star basim ibn ishak and is designed to be a modern take on the original gameplay template for the earlier Assassin's Creed game. During development, the team at Ubisoft Bordeaux focused on the same three design pillars as the original Assassin's Creed game, stealth, parkour, and assassinations. Assassin's Creed Mirage will be released in 2023. All right, let's take a look at this trailer. This was a little bit longer one, so uh, y'all just sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Snakey snake. Basim, Abneas Hall. Are you ready to give up who you once thought you were? I am. I love the bazaar and everything. Yeah. Ready to sacrifice everything you held close. I am. Are you ready to leave your life behind and walk the path of shadows? I am. You don't know how to jump. I know. Come on, fool. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> you dead, son. Out of the dark, you will come into the light. It reminds me like the League of Assassins right there. Oh, yeah. With Batman's training. 
the light, you will return to the dark. Well, at least she's giving him a hot blade, unlike Altair. You have sworn to uphold. You know, I've heard of finger food, but. Hide in plain sight. Sit down. Never compromise the brotherhood. Ooh, I like that red. Yep. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. No. You are a hidden one. Didn't see that coming. Just dodges it, man. Fucking sand. Not today, fool. This right here. Yeah. yeah I got that. a theory. All right, coming 2023. I am yep. I am stoked for this, Derek. Um, guys, let me know if there's still an echo going on with Derek uh, when he talks and everything. We're having to run audio a different way right now because yeah. we're using guest star uh, from Twitch. So we're still trying to figure out some some of the issues and everything. So let us know uh, if we we got anything. So here's my theory and then we'll jump into your thoughts and then the questions and all of that that we got from some assassin's creed stuff that ghoul that was in that mm -hmm. that is desmond that is my Ooh. theory yeah so you think like the animus is like glitching like too bad so bad that it's bringing yep. oh wow yep yep that's desmond oh mm -hmm. wow yeah wow <laughs> that's and if crazy it's not to think about we got a whole freaking year to contemplate on this and if it's not then they've missed an opportunity <laughs> yeah exactly but i do like because you know they're sticking with this whole theme of like going back to the first game uh or like you know basically like reinventing from the first game or like going back to like what brought them there um because this is the 15th anniversary of assassin's mm -hmm. creed and i like how they did the callback because i think in the first two, I can't remember if Brotherhood did it, but I know ever since Brotherhood, they got away from it to where when the the main assassin killed one of the yep. targets, he put that feather on him, and I saw that, I'm just like, oh, they are, man, yeah. they're going full callback to the first yeah. game. Yeah, full bore back there, and which is awesome. Like, there were a lot of really good stuff with it, and we talked a lot about, you know, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this, uh, the rumor that Assassin's Creed 1 was getting a remake I think this is the remake, and it, 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 it's like yeah. a, a spiritual remake uh, of Assassin's Creed One. I think this is like going to be there. 
Yeah, because, like, to spoil it, because I do have a little tidbit section for after we go through the rest of the Assassin's Creed news, and saying that, like, a, like the whole thing of, like, going back to the first one and remaking it from the ground up was, is shot down by Ubisoft. Like, they're not doing mm-hmm. it. So I think your theory lends more credence to that by the fact of, I think there's, like, hey, we're this is a love letter. Like, it's not a full remake because mm-hmm. we're tying it in. Um, do you think we'll see, because it's set 20 years before Valhalla, do you mm-hmm. think we'll see any, because I never finished through Valhalla, so I don't know any of the other characters. Yeah. Do you think they'll give any hint uh, or, like, mention of Valhalla in this game since it's set, like, a prequel before? Yeah, this is, like, set 20 years before that, so I don't know yeah. if that's going to be mentioned. You know, there yeah. might be a nod or something like that. Because I'm not sure how like old Ivor is when Valhalla takes place. Yeah, I think there might be a nod, but I don't think it's going to be a ton. Yeah. Um, but, you know, neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, Dan says, or maybe Desmond's consciousness is time traveling. Maybe. Maybe. I like how the Isu were able to have conversations with the future. Yeah. I definitely could see that. I need to go back, like not with the first one, because I feel like it's too old to play on any like type of modern consoles now. But I need to go back because I bought the Ezio trilogy digitally mm. way back when it was on sale. Um I want to go like obviously with our game club and uh, what I, with how often I work, I don't know how I'd make it happen, but I do want to go back. And, like, play through yeah. all of Assassin's Creed. Like, I know after 3, the modern story gets convoluted. But so after seeing this trailer, I'm just like, you know what? I feel intrigued to try and go back and, like, play through it sequentially and mm. just see what I've been missing. Like, Odyssey, I think I'm good on because I played the mess out of that. Like, maybe go yeah. through and play the DLC I never played. But Valhalla, I never I never played Origins. I, need, I never gave Valhalla a fair shot after launch because it was – Right yeah. new shiny on the PS5. Um, but I don't know. Maybe. I'll have to think on it. Yeah, like the Ezio collection's great. One one would be a trog to go through. I will tell you that. Like yeah. it was super repetitive even back then. Three, I did not care for three. Um yeah. it was boring to me. Uh, which is like I love the revolutionary war, like time period and everything, but it was like just boring. And then uh, um but Black Flag, I think that's one of yeah. the best ones for sure. Um, but hey, you know, yeah. Uh, Basim uh, should eventually become aware of something that eventually brings him to Norway to meet Ivor. Yeah, probably. But you know, so, that doesn't mean that it's going to be in the game because you know it's set yeah. twenty years before that. Yeah. Um, Dan also says, kind of looking forward to AC Mirage. It's about. We got that. Uh, and finally, AC codename Red, which is finally going to be in Japan. And speaking of yeah, all of that goodness, we're going to talk about some some of that. Assassin's Creed Infinity officially revealed with two named games. Uh, and the first is set in feudal Japan. Thank the good Lord. So they, they there's been rumors about two other Assassin's Creed games that were like um, trademarked before this ubisoft 4 because we all know i said it last week i'm gonna i'm gonna always say it every time ubisoft news comes up they're terrible at keeping secrets so like when this come up is um so this is and the speculation had brought in that infinity was going to be part of this uh so ubisoft shared that the first two games for the platform one that will follow the life of a shinobi in feudal japan and another helmed by watchdogs legion director clint hawking Assassin's Creed Infinity is not a game itself, but a place where players will explore and jump into future entries. Beginning with the Feudal Japan game, Assassin's Creed Codename Red, 
While not much was revealed about the second game, Assassin's Creed codename Hex, it was revealed Wave that it would be a quote, very way. different type of Assassin's Creed game and may feature witchcraft. In addition to the single-player games, Ubisoft also shared that Assassin's Creed multiplayer will return in some form, although it said details will come at a later date. Okay. I absolutely freaking hate YouTube. Yeah. I'll just say that. Like, yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to set up the next video. I was wondering, just, like, what the heck was that? And it's just like, Mario! <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Kevin, get your, get your butt back here. For anyone that ever been here y'all need y'all talk to somebody that's in the chat that knows kevin um but um anyway here's a sneak peek so <laughs> mm. so i'm glad that we're getting to go to feudal japan yes finally and the witchcraft one is very intriguing because mm -hmm. it is definitely something different for assassin's creed like we've seen them do pirates we've seen them do egypt greece mm. all these other locations but we haven't really seen them delve into like yeah we've seen them delve into like sorcery and magic and like hints of that but yeah. the, it's never been the focal point of the game yeah so this being set in like some type of witch era trial or like witchcraft type of thing will definitely yeah. be intriguing now i do have a couple of questions for you zacharu mm -hmm. okay. um one i i think i think it shouldn't be more than three one is do you think like do you think this feudal japan assassin's creed is too late like yeah i was the the joke always was because when assassin's creed was struggling before they took that break and went to origins that they'll go to feudal japan that, that'll be the pun not intended they'll hit the red button and basically you know break glass in case of emergency and bring out feudal japan to reinvigorate the the love for assassin's creed mm -hmm. do you think it's too late and two with games like ghost of tsushima um and sekiro saddles die twice even though it's more of a punishing game but it's like mm -hmm. set in that shinobi style game and with games coming out like one we'll get into later uh in the playstation news and with uh where winds meet like even though that's more of a chinese-based game it's still like set in a style game like these other ones do yeah. you think that it can even last or be up there like do you think it can be good with that we know with ghost of tsushima and these other games that have already proven that they yeah. can outdo it i think one yes i think it is a little a little late uh by like several years um do i think that it is go that it can do well yeah i think it can like i every time i play an assassin's creed game they're they're really good. Like they have yeah. a good story. The gameplay mechanics are really solid. Uh, you know, even if people's faces don't always appear in unity, but they were still good. Um, you know, I, I think this is something that everybody has wanted for a really long time, but with games like ghost of Tsushima, I think it is, it is now hard pressed. Yeah. To now outdo that game. And yep. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest, Derek, they ain't gonna outdo Ghost of Tsushima. No, like that. That game is a masterclass of gameplay, and I know it's it's slightly different. Yeah, but it's still being you know a, a secretive and sneaking around and doing all this kind of stuff. Assassin's Creed should have done this before, but they didn't, and yeah. now they're gonna they're gonna have to deal with it. Yeah, um, and, you know, and rightly or wrongly, they're gonna be compared to it. Yeah, and I, I think they're they're going to come up short. I think it still will be very good, but everyone's going to say, 
It's not Ghost of Tsushima, but it's still exactly. pretty good. That's you know going to be, be the thing. You know what would be really bad is if by the time, because Infinity, if all the reports would be true, it's going to be like 2025 at the earliest when we see this game. How bad would it be is if this game launched and then Ghost of Tsushima 2 is like, oh, and we're like a few months to a year after this. Like, that would be the yeah. most socket-to-you punch, you know, they could give you. Yeah, but if, if Tsushima ahead. is anywhere close, it's going to decimate this for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. My last question for this is, do you think it's fair that this will be – like, we know Infi- we, we've known for a few months that Infinity is going to be the future of Assassin's Creed. Like, whether Mirage is, like, the last true – standalone assassin's creed before this uh, we don't know like there's been Mm -hmm. rumors but we don't know officially yet do you think it's fair that the feudal japan game that people have been wanting for years probably almost a decade at this point gets to be part of infinity because they said it's not going to be like the 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 idea of what this game's structure is going to be like content wise we don't know yet but there's been yeah. rumors that's like, all right, it'll be a mainline entry, but we're just going to add smaller, like instead of doing like a full-fledged 150-hour game, each time this new expansion comes out, it's going to be like a smaller chunk. So do you think it's fair that it kind of gets like presumably a short-end treatment for a game that, for an era that people have wanted for the series? I, like, I feel like that statement, like the 150 hours thing, probably more applies to Mirage than it does this. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's where that comes from. If it is a shorter tell, like if it is more condensed, you know, more concentrated, mm-hmm. um, I'm fine with that because I don't need 150 hours and have to go find feathers and yeah. do all of these things, get it padded out. Give me a good condensed story. Awesome gameplay. I don't mind that at all. But would you uh, rather and, it, but would you still be upset that it wouldn't be Ghost of Tsushima length? Because Tsushima wasn't 150 hours either, but it was, you, you got a lot out of it for what it was. Yeah. Like, I want a full length game. You know what I mean? And yeah. like the, these type of games, like, Derek, I played Ghost of Tsushima for two years. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, the game of air every year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except until God of War Ragnarok comes out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I like a full length game. It it is all really dependent on like what is in the game. Like you could really water this thing down or you can have something that is more, you know, enjoyable for the 40 hours that you play it. 40 hours is a long time. And I know a lot of people with Assassin's Creed, they want the 150 hours, but it's like when you play Valhalla, which I haven't played, or when you've played the other games, it's like, man, this kind of feels like I'm doing fetch quests, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. It's like every mission should matter. Like, I know there's going to be like some missions that are kind of smaller than others or whatever, Mm -hmm. but every mission should matter. It shouldn't just be like, yeah, I'm going to go kill this dude. I'm going to go eavesdrop on this dude. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go threaten somebody. I'm going to go like that gets boring over time. God of War 2018. It's like, yeah, it's not 150 hours, but man, every minute of that game is wonderful to play. Yeah, exactly. And with Infinity, like, yeah, we thought it was going to be a game that just got constantly added on to. This is going to be a hub. Like, I, I, you know, I think this is going to be a way for them to put out patches to, you know, it's just going to make it all nice and neat. Uh, Even with the history thing that they've been doing, I think it's going to be a way to host that instead of it being inside of specific games uh, as well. I know you can access it other ways, but I think this is a way that you can do a lot of things and having 
Infinity, it's like, hey, you know, yeah. we've got a new game that's coming out on our specific Assassin's Creed thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where I kind of stand on all of that. Um, I don't know. Cody asked a question, unless mm-hmm. you got one more for. No, I don't have a question. I was just going to make one final statement. It's like, okay. I feel like depending on how the structure of infinity is going to be from when it starts, cause they, they openly, we I just read it openly said that it's going to start with feudal Japan. If they set the bar high with feudal Japan, I fear that everything after that will be lesser and not in terms of quality, yeah. but in terms of like expectations to where people like, like the hex game is like, Oh, this is going to be cool. And then it's like, yeah, it's got an intriguing concept with witchcraft and whatnot. And then it doesn't deliver like Japan does. Yeah, I think the Hex game is going to just be set in, like, the Salem Witch Trials era. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're going to get, like, magic, magic, you know, that's yeah. never really been, like, it's, Ubisoft's like, MO. yeah, especially with this, this like they're, game. Like, their uh, magic has been, like, the glitches in the in the Animus. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think it's going to be that, where it's, like, you're, like, at the Salem Witch Trials yeah. and all of that, and, like, you're you know someone's in the inquisitor and you've got to like you know free this town from that sort of deal that's what i think yeah. uh that is going to be but uh let's answer this question from cody uh he says will the ac movie be a continuation from the one from a couple of years ago uh or all new and this one from what i've seen is going to be completely new it's not going to be a connection yeah. to the michael fassbender movie this is going to be something totally different I think it's is it a movie or a series that's coming to. I've heard both, so I, I've I've heard it probably will be one of those like straight to straight to like television movie maybe I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I hope that it's a series because it'll be more interesting to like get that development. But I yeah. feel like everything is getting to become a series, and like I know these poor visual effects artists. Like I feel so sorry for them getting worked to death. I know. Um, I mean, it could be worse. They could work. Never mind. Let me, let me, let me not throw shade. Right, I'm not going to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, keep keep it nice, Derek. Keep it nice. Uh, some other tidbits and um... uh, yeah. So, like I said earlier, Assassin's Creed One remake chatter has been shot down by Ubisoft. Assassin's Creed Mirage looks to be the series of swan song for last gen, as future games head to PS5 and Series X and S only. Oh, I'm sorry, I meant current gen because you know I'm I'm never going to let that comment go. Um. Modern day Assassin's Creed story will be told in Infinity going forward. That could be a good or bad thing. We'll see how that plays out. Ubisoft confirms not all future Assassin's Creed games will be 150 hour RPGs. That's good to know. Like I, I think Mirage will not be that uh, same way. So I'm glad. I'm glad to know this. Uh, not Assassin's Creed related, but an intriguing thing for the gaming world in general. Ubisoft's big AAA games will be seventy dollars, according to CEO Eve's emo. So, it's intriguing. I almost want to be like, but I thought you were going to the free-to-play model. Have y'all already given up on that already? I think they have. Uh, one quick thing to just add to the Ubisoft forward, because I watched it uh, in real time. Man, these things are so awkward. Like, the like people that are talking and everything yeah. are so awkward. Uh, State of Play, Nintendo Directs, they've got it. They've got it. But, like, having people host this thing... Derek, I'm gonna say something that I never thought I was gonna say. Don't you? Do you? Are you I think do you I'm miss say, Aisha Tyler? I would love Aisha Tyler back as the the wow, host of the Wow! I never thought I'd hear you utter those words. 
it was it was more interesting like the assassin's creed part was so hard to watch yeah because of the hosts that were like hosting it and like they're they're just reading the lines that they're given and everything but it just feels so robotic and it's like there's a better way of doing this like there's such a it's better like, way hey, let's get the this. worst public speakers in our department and put them in front of a screen to have them talk no it wasn't like they were bad at what they were doing it was just like it was just it didn't feel natural you know what okay. i mean it just did that's not fair. feel natural and that's my biggest thing um for any of it it's just like it does not feel natural um but we got a Nintendo Direct to talk about. Uh, yeah. So here are the announcements from the Nintendo Direct that matter. Because uh, <laughs> I always listen to Kind of Funny, and they were like, my God, why did we get up so early I to know. watch this Nintendo Direct? But there were some big ones, which uh, I see you're missing one, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to admonish you on it. That double seven news. Oh, well, I have the article. Like I said, I was going to read. Like, I wasn't going to go, like, super in-depth, but I have okay. the article here. Okay. Well, Derek, why don't you hit us with some 007 news before we get yeah. in these trailers? So, the so it's not just that, but GoldenEye 007 is back alongside other classic Nintendo 64 games. Um, it was announced that 007 is coming to Nintendo Switch Online via the expansion pack membership, membership subscription. No gameplay footage was shown, but the game will feature online play, according to Nintendo. And side note... Um, GoldenEye is also making its way to Xbox via Game Pass with achievements, 4K resolution, and a smoother frame rate. Uh, and also a side news, um, besides uh, GoldenEye, also coming to the Switch Online expansion pack, we got Pilot Wings 64, uh, Mario Party 1, 2, and 3, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, 1080 Snowboarding, and Excite Bike 64. Mm. I can't wait to put some proximity mines down, baby. Get that golden gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, on, I can't on the wait to switch online, right? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. It's interesting that it will be on Xbox, which I'm glad because yeah. they do own Respawn. You mean Rare? Yeah, that one too. <laughs> one day um, they'll own Respawn, you know, greedy maybe. Xbox people. Nate says he's ready for Legend of Zelda. We'll get there. You got you got to yeah. wait your time. All, all good things come to those who wait. So, Just like we've been waiting on Mario Kart Eight. Oh <laughs> my to, gosh! To give up the ghost. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just some other things like we're not going to hit it too too because uh, we're we're in the end game at this point. You mm-hmm. know, we got we we we've been going we got a little long on the tooth. So I'm just going to hit. Um, of course, you know, Fire Emblem Engage was a thing. Um, it's coming January twentieth. Pikmin 4 finally is coming is a thing. It's officially announced. Um, Octopath Traveler 2, really good for them. Um, that and Triangle Strategy did really well. Uh, they talked about the the golf update for Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, new theater rhythm game featuring a bunch of Final Fantasy tracks, plus some other Square Enix DLC music tracks that they'll announce later. Uh, Resident Evil is coming. The 2 remake three remake seven and village with the winters dlc will come they're all going to be cloud versions but they will be coming to switch uh village will be the first one and i don't know why they do this because they did it when they made six four and five six five and four to the ps uh four and xbox one they go in reverse order and i don't understand this because eight is gonna or village is gonna drop on october 28th um they've had a bunch of farming sims um, some other intriguing ones, though, 
It Takes Two is coming to the Switch. Uh, that's a big one. And if, where is it? Where is it? Sifu is coming to the Switch, which I did not see that coming. I'm going to be honest. And that's November 8th for Sifu. Like, that was really good to see. Yeah, the only thing is uh, that Sifu trailer, like, them showing Sifu. Oh, my God. It looks so bad. It's yeah. like that game, you need every frame not to get your butt whooped. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. It was like, it's great that they're getting a, a game like that. But at the same time, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, this ain't it, cuz. <laughs> that ain't it. That ain't it. Nate says the eight is sideways for infinity. It's forever. Talking about Mario yeah. Kart 8. It's never ending. Yeah, so getting to the ones that we want to talk about mario kart 8 deluxe's third wave of dlc was detailed um while we wait for the third wave of dlc to hit mario kart 8 nintendo served us an appetizer during today's direct that's because nintendo revealed that mary mountain a track from 2020's mario kart 2 excuse me the hiccups mario kart tour will hit the game as part of wave 3 alongside peach gardens a 2005 track from mario kart ds um so let's see that trailer Roll that beautiful bean footage. Wave three is on the way. Here's a sneak peek at two courses racing into wave three. Mary Mountain from Mario Kart Tour. Looks really good. Yeah. Peach Gardens from Mario Kart DS. There you go. Wave three of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass DLC for the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe game launches this holiday. My gosh. What a Can mouthful. Can that get any more of a mouthful? Man, um, the courses look great, dude. Yeah. Like, they look really good. Now, here's my question for you, though. Just, just noticing, because not so much in the first wave, but in the second wave, and now in this one, because they showed one track. Well, obviously, that we won't know all the tracks in Wave Three until a little later. Do you? They've been really pushing Mario Kart Tour, and do you think that that since that game didn't do as well, that they're trying to make people care about that, or do you? I, I don't. I don't get why they're trying to push so much Mario Kart Tour these first in these first couple waves of DLC. I think it's because they have those tracks and they're not having to like recreate stuff and it's stuff that people have not played as much compared yeah. to the other ones. So they're going to push that a lot harder. Yeah. So I get, I guess. So it was, it was just something I noticed because Wave 2 yeah. had a lot of Mario Kart Tour tracks. And I'm like, what, what's going on, y'all? Like, are you trying to make me care about a game, a mobile game that didn't pan out? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it, what it is. But let's move on to the next one, Derek. We got so, some, uh, we thought the deluxe editions and the re and the remasters were done. Like, I can't remember the last time we had a remastered Nintendo Switch game in a while. Probably wasn't that long ago, but it was definitely last year for sure. Zelda. Yeah. Which one? I don't know. This one was Zelda in it. Uh, okay. Uh oh, you talking about uh no that. Anyway, yeah, that's true. With the dungeon, the 2D drop down. Anyway, yeah. um, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe Edition has been announced. Uh, Kirby announced that it was bringing an enhanced port of the 2011 Wii game, Kirby's Return to Dreamland, during today's Direct, and it looks great. Up to four play people can play cooperatively using Joy-Cons on the same system, and multiplayer is now also available in the expanded minigame collection, and it will be coming out February 24th of next year. 
February is a good month. Let's take a look at that video. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe is coming to Nintendo Switch. Wait, are those bad guys? Why is Kirby hanging out with me? One day, a spaceship crashes on planet Popstar. Clearly. To help Magalore return to his home planet, Kirby and his friends set off on an adventure. In addition to sword, whip, and other familiar copy abilities, the new mecha copy ability makes its debut. Blast He's a Gundam? From a distance, or punch <laughs> him up close. It's packed with other powerful I like moves it. as well. The game supports I would play for up to four players. Only on play is a Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, everyone can play as Kirby while using their favorite copy abilities. Everybody plays a Gundam. There's also a collection of sub games to play. Is this Wario World? Sub game Magalore's Tome Tracker. Right. And returning ones like Samurai Kirby. Was it Mario Party? All what is sub this? games can be played <laughs> with up to four players. Kirby Party? An adventure of deluxe proportions awaits. That's a big sword. Kirby's Return yep. to Dreamland Deluxe launches on the Nintendo Switch system February 24th, 2023. Pre-orders begin today on Nintendo eShop. Looks Solid. good, especially for a decade-old-plus game. Mm -hmm. I think I that's agree. like, I wonder if they're now going to start, because, you know, we saw, we, we saw them port all the Wii U titles that did well mm. that not a lot of people, because there was only like 15 Wii U's that were bought in existence, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, that no one played. So I wonder I wonder if they're going to start now doing some of like the Wii's greatest hits, maybe? Possibly, possibly. Uh, but yeah, like, it looks good. I like the Gundam ability. That's what I'm calling it. That's what I'm calling yeah. it, Derek. That's what I'm calling it. Can't maybe <laughs> call it anything else. We got one more Nintendo thing, but we can skip this one. Don't yeah, I know. Well, I don't know why they ended with this one. This was no one cares about this game. Like who? Who? Let us know, guys. You, you play that Zelda thing? Yeah, no. You know, like have some this, taste. This dude running around in a green leotard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> set it up Derek. <laughs> all right <clears throat> the legend of zelda formerly known as sequel to breath of the wild now has an official title called tears of the kingdom that's right finally after years of waiting the legend of zelda breath of the wild sequel has a title um not only did we get this new title but we got a trailer featuring gameplay as well as a may 12th release date now let's check out the trailer Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> Something. The princess. Mm-hmm. I like to know what that big creature-looking thing was at the beginning. Is like, is that another enemy? Ganondorf. Again. Right. <laughs> You know, Ganondorf's cousin. Ganondorf. 
There you go. Now, were you more surprised that we got? Well, I shouldn't say no. Let's not. Let me let me rephrase that. Are you surprised that we got a title and a release date for this game? Because the way Nintendo drip feeds out their big their big heavy hitters, you only get one. And the fact that we got both surprised me. Like I was thinking, all right, Tears of the Kingdom. Like, okay, cool. We got the title. Still 2023. And it's like, oh no, May 12th. And it's like, what? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that we got both of them. You know, like I was just happy with uh, a name. But yeah. then uh we got we got a date as well, which I'm I'm happy because like this this game has been sitting around for a while. Yeah. Uh and it's nice to know when it's actually going to be uh appearing on shelves and everything. Um which for the people that my... go ahead, I'm sorry. I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. Go Teach, ahead. can I can I <laughs> can I ask a question? No. Um, <laughs> we don't do that here. For the people that play Zelda, like are you excited for this? Like what what are your hopes and dreams for Tears of the Kingdom? I want to say Tears for Fear, um, that yeah. band. Um, what are your are you hoping that there's more stuff in the game? Like a lot of people love Breath of the Wild. They say that's their favorite and everything. It was just very empty to me. Uh, yeah. It was huge, but it was really empty. There was a lot of cool gameplay mechanics. The puzzles were great, but it was very empty overall, in my opinion. So let us know down in the comments what are your what are the things you're you're hoping and wanting from this entry for Zelda. Now, Derek, what were your, what were the questions? So you you because you hit something. This game's been kind of sitting out there for a while. Do you think it hates it hits that May twelfth release date, or do you think it gets a, another delay? Let's see how far away is May? Eight months. I think it hits it. Okay. Nintendo's pretty good about like when they set a date, like they usually keep it like the Wii U era that was a little bit different, but yeah. the Switch era has been pretty solid on all of that. Yeah. So that's true. I I think they're they're gonna keep it. Um it's usually when it doesn't have a date that it's more prone to get pushed, but now that they've put a date, I, I agree with you. I think they, they will hit it. But they do they have been known to say Zelda. We want you to we want you to take its time. We we're gonna delay you. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one like I think Breath of the Wild was the the tipping point for Zelda because before that, Zelda didn't sell that well. Zelda was not a seller. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a lot of people's favorite games, but like overall it did not commercially do as well as Mario did. Yeah. But when the Switch launched, because it was a launch title, so many there was a point in time where more people owned the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild than they did the Switch <laughs> <laughs> and everything. So I think, you know, that being the start of this current console generation for Nintendo is a huge thing and getting the sequel to that and has a lot to live up to. Yeah. Has a 1, lot thousand percent. Yeah. Nate says more temples and more beautiful, peaceful scenery. So more barren wastelands. Yeah. Cause I know it was a vertical slice, but that trailer didn't show any more, uh, uh, that, uh, or didn't quell my thoughts of emptiness. <laughs> yeah. From the first game. I did like the, uh, the bird thing that you jump on. It reminded me of like old school power Rangers. Like when the pink Ranger would get on oh, the, yeah. the pterodactyl and everything. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like. But guys, we 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 know that this episode's been long. Yeah, we're, we're, we're glad that you stuck through it this long. 
Yeah, we're going to soldier on, though, because we've come to what is mine and Derek's favorite part of the show. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, these Sony ponies over here. <laughs> these Sony ponies over here. Well, you know it, baby. The PlayStation news is up next. We had a state of play. We got a bunch of announcements. Derek is going to read through them. He's going to, he's going to bust them out. He's going to bust the moves. So, Derek, take it away. So to start off, we're going to get some of the minutiae out of the way. Some of the stuff that, you know, like the PlayStation Stars loyalty program to start rolling out this month. Uh, um, and they showed off some of the treats. You know, it's like earning trophies and you get rewards. And my thing is, you already did it. And uh, if and now, granted, I know not everyone has a PS5, but if you played Astro's Playroom, you get PlayStation trophies, your collectibles throughout the game if you play it. So uh, this is are you just expanding it to the people who can't get a PS5? Um, next up, where did it go? We got some, we got our first look at some, uh, PS VR two games, uh, star Wars tales from the galaxy edge, um, which is a sort of a port. Um, it will be coming. Let's see. Received new gameplay trailer showing off a ton of different locations, enemies, and allies in the game. But that wasn't the only VR two, uh, game we got Demio. Uh, the co- the cooperative dungeon crawling survival game is officially coming to PlayStation VR 2. Players can fully immerse themselves in the tabletop esque world, rolling dice and dishing out cards in VR. AKA, this is D&D for VR. Um, what was the next? This one looked intriguing. It's like Knight Rider, but with like a sort of like a um, suspenseful twist. Mm-hmm. Pacific Drive, the first title from Ironwood Studios, was announced. Um, and will put players behind the wheel as they drive around what appears to be a post-apocalyptic version of the Pacific Northwest. Um, Sinduality is the latest game from Bandai Namco. It's a third-person shooter featuring mechs in an art style akin to Nier Automata, albeit a little bit more colorful. And then they had a trailer, which is uh, showed uh, it gave a 2023 release window. Project Eve, which the game has been in development for quite some time, has been renamed Stellar Blade and will be coming next year. Uh, where was the next one? Because I'm jumping around this article here. Okay, this one we got a tease of it at Evo, but they officially unveiled it now. Tekken 8 has was officially revealed, and it it was actually what started the state of play, and that's a great way to start it. Uh, A release date wasn't shared for the game, but the trailer did only mention a PlayStation 5 release for the game, meaning the latest entry in the classic fighting game series may be next gen only. So it may be leaving with because people were speculating if that was in-game or not and i think they came out and said that that was part of in-game it was running off the in-engine footage um that they're using for the game and that game looked really well done for a fighting game so it would only make sense to be put it on next gen um because probably would melt the ps4 and the xbox one (laughs) um i think that's all oh don't i don't Yakuza, a new Yakuza game, and now there will be more Yakuza news coming, but that will be at the Tokyo Game Show news that we will talk about next week. But to tide you over, Yakuza's Ishin spinoff game getting a Western release date. Um, it will be in the form of Like a Dragon. Um, the game is coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 February. Um, and they said, what game was it? I was reading today. I wish I remembered it now. Um, that some, some games similar to this released and that made them feel comfortable enough to put it in the west um maybe we'll talk about it next week maybe i'll remember who knows but who knows now let's get to the stuff that you really want to know 
starting off with, let me make sure I didn't, I know I'm not jumping the gun here. Aha, I'm not. Hogwarts Legacy, because remember we speculate, we talked about it in the PlayStation Quickies last week, and we, 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 we wondered why didn't they make this a focal point at any point during any of the trailers, any of the release, because PlayStation has had the, the uh, marketing rights to this game for a while. But finally, we get an answer to the PlayStation Legacy, or Hogwarts Legacy is getting a PlayStation exclusive quest. Um, up The upcoming Harry Potter Universe game, um, Hogwarts Legacy, was shown off during the state of play and showed off its Hogsmeade-centric quest involving a spooky shop and its creepy basement. And we have a trailer for you. Hello, Madam Mason. I understand you have a shop to sell. I think you will find my terms quite generous. It's like, how does a kid have enough money to buy it? Right. You are wise to be wary. Why is your mistress selling the shop? She has had rotten bad luck with the last few tenants. Those who came before you just could not seem to escape the darkness. Will you? Gotta love evil puppets. Yeah. Mannequins. Conqueror, is that you? Sorcery? Watch your step. <laughs> so, Derek. Mm-hmm. Derek, Derek, Derek. Mm -hmm. Does that make you excited? It is intriguing to see this, but, you know, I kind of had raised the question. I was like, this feels like very old school, like, oh, get exclusive things. Even though a third-party game gets exclusive content only on this one. Like, yeah, it makes sense for multiplayer games, but exclusive, like, story-based stuff was always kind of weird to me mm -hmm. in third-party games. Um while I feel like this was intriguing, I feel like this will be like most like back in that era. I, I bring that up to say this. I feel like this is going to be one of those missions where cheap isn't the right word, but it's going to be one of those throwaway quests where it's like, OK, cool. You played it. You know, you get bragging rights, but then you play it and it's like, eh, it's OK. It, it was a throwaway. Like, you're not going to remember it. it. It's not it doesn't feel like it's going to be meaningful to the story. Yeah, that's what it definitely feels like. It feels like it's, you know. Pandering to the fans, just thrown together. That's what it feels like to me. It just feels thrown together. Yeah. Um, Murdoch says not worth a PS5. Now is that's for PS4 as well, right? Yeah, Legacy is coming to PS5 and PS4. Yeah, so you have to have a PS5 for it. You have PS4 as well. Uh, but hey, you know, you can play. This is coming to PC and Xbox. You know, so this is like on all things. This is not just an exclusive to yeah. playstation uh which i'm actually kind of excited for this game um you know yeah even though it doesn't have quidditch yeah exactly but something that will be up your alley and more intriguing um because this, we alluded to it earlier when we were talking about assassin's creed neo developer announces open world samurai game rise of the ronin uh neo developer team ninja has announced an open world samurai game um, as a PlayStation 5 console exclusive 
ter the terminology means it'll come to PC as well. Uh, with a 2024 release window, a trailer showed off the gorgeous world set during the modern modernization period of Japan, and we have that trailer for you right here. I already love it. <laughs> I'm gonna just tell you. Everybody uses them eagles or hawks. I know. <laughs> Let's go. Feel Roroni Kenshin up in here. I, I literally said that. I'm like, man, Roroni Kenshin, the game looks great. <laughs> the black ships appeared without warning, and our nation began to tear itself apart. Those who cleave to the past, those who embrace the new, and the Ronin, a warrior free of all masters and bonds. Now that's dope. That's dope. When I first saw that, I'm like, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood? Yeah. As your blades carve a new future. Boom, son. He'll have a headache in the morning. Your time has come. That Rise smile, a little smirk. Us one. Yep. It's like, hmm, you think you have me, you really don't. <laughs> you don't know you're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're already under my kitchen, too. So, I... Granted... So, a couple things run through my head when I see this, right? Because the game looks great. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. Not as much gameplay as we got from where winds meet. Um, I'll get to that in just a moment. Because um, that is a question I have for you. Um... I'm surprised that we got a game this far out with a release date. Cause usually when Sony, like Sony usually shows stuff that's within the next calendar year and yep. anything out outside of that calendar year, they don't put a date on um, mm -hmm. like Wolverine that you can, you can easily assume that's going to be 2025 at the earliest. Yeah. Cause yeah. Spider-Man two is next year. Um, that's going to be 2025 at the earliest and they didn't put a date on it. Um, so I'm ex I'm wondering why they decided it's like, hey, 2024. Granted, we're almost done with 2022, but we still got over a year before that game comes out. But I wanted to pose this question to you. Now we all know, mm. when Ghost of Tsushima 2 comes out, whenever that is, it's going to yep. be king of mm -hmm. Japan style or like that era style of games. But yeah, yep. and I forget if Where Winds Meet has a title or not not a title, um, a release date, and if it's next year. I feel like it is next year, but what get like just say for instance that where winds meet gets delayed to 2024 what will you be more excited for that or rise of the ronin where's winds meet yeah like it looks way more polished like the yeah. magic system that is in where winds meet like that was super intriguing yeah way of the ronin looks great don't get me wrong yeah uh but it is like we got way more of where winds meet oh and, yeah like way of the Ronald looks cool but like the traversal the movement the dialogue yeah. the like we don't know enough yet for way of the Ronald, but i think it's going to be solid my only concern is because of the developer that it is the ones that yeah. made neo is it going to be that souls like combat oh it, yeah that's a good point yeah 
Mm. That that is my only qualm. Like Neo was a great game. I played a, a little bit of the first one, and a lot of people liked it. I just am not about that Souls like gameplay. I don't yeah. like uh, the unforgiving nature of it and everything. So uh, if it's that, definitely where where the yeah. where wins me exactly. and everything. So now, and I have another question for you because this just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for because uh, uh, I think where wins me is next year, like some to like, I thought, yes, it's spring... late, it's late, uh, 2023. Oh, late, I thought it was spring, but anyway, it is next year, so I was right. So, we don't know when in 2024 Rise of the Ronin mm-hmm. is going to meet, but I'm just throwing this out here because Sucker Punch, we don't know what they're doing next, and this is a by the time 2024 comes close. It'll be about that time period because you got to think these sequels are starting to roll out. Mm-hmm. Horizon Forbidden West came out almost exactly five years to the date from Zero Dawn. Yeah. God of War Ragnarok, while not to the date, it came out over four year, four and a half years yeah. from when 2018 launched. By the time Spider-Man launches, it'll have been about a good five years almost. Yeah, It'll be about time because Tsushima launched in 2020. It'll be about that time to announce a sequel for 2024. If that happens, will you even give Rise of the Ronin a shot? Oh yeah, I'll give it a shot. Again, it all depends on the gameplay. Yeah. But I, I'm on. I'm gonna say this. Um, I would not expect Ghost to be as quick as you're thinking because of yeah. all the COVID stuff. Uh, that that's that, that's that's gonna push back the the release like that window of five yeah. years and everything. So that's my only um thought on that uh side of things but yeah like if where winds meet where the ronin and ghost are all in the same it would go ghost where winds meet and then way of the ronin okay but hey we're gonna get our fill of japan slash asia for a yeah. good number of years so and then we- assassin's creed exactly <laughs> come exactly. out as well so uh, we're, we ain't complaining it's gonna be the new world war Two uh <laughs> <laughs> destination which, which that also begs like just we don't have to linger on this question for too long but it's like do you think with all these asia slash japan style games that have been coming out over the last couple of years because uh wukong black myth wukong um mm-hmm. wolong dynasty a couple other asian Sekiro. they're more chinese centric but do you think those will start to get stale after a while because all of a sudden they're starting to drop almost every year now i think it will i think it's like anything else i think it's like marvel movies or you know like yeah eventually it will go stale um yeah. But to Murdoch's question, I don't know 100% when P- the PC is going to release, but I did look up how uh, this developer has put things out in the past, and it is launched on console and PC on the same date, day yeah. and date. So this is uh, they're not owned by PlayStation, but they have yeah. rights to it, uh, yeah. exclusivity rights to it. So I think you'll see a day and date of playstation and pc mm-hmm. uh whenever this comes out Sifu so it was the same way yeah so there you go <clears throat> there you go but now we get to the, the to the announcement of or the 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 one that the one that matters the one the one trailer to rule them all but before that we got a little side adventure because we got some more ragnarok just when you thought that game informers coverage wasn't enough we got a big trailer story trailer for God of War Ragnarok. However, there was a little bit of accessory news. If you want to show that, Zach. 
so yep we got a dual sense we got our first limited edition dual sense controller for the p for you know for and it was with god of war ragnarok now it does look cool and i do is if it has god of war on it i do want it but i told you this off air zach my only gripe with this is if you did not know if you just looked in a vet if you were just in a vacuum and you walked by a mm-hmm. in a store and you saw this would you think that would be God of War? Would you assimilate uh, uh, that with God of War? Like, because I wouldn't. I would just be mm-hmm. like, huh, it's cool picture with wolves on it. I don't know what this is, but it looks cool. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't. You know, I, I'm not going to pretend like I would because uh, yeah. it doesn't have like the Omega symbol exactly. or any like Norse runes on it. Right. You know, the Leviathan, uh, like the PlayStation 4, the one that you got. Uh, yeah, that's the God of War, PS4, and like Pro, the controller. Yeah. Oh my God, that yeah. thing is amazing. Yep, this one's just kind of like ah, put some blue on it, put some wolves on it, and uh, we, we're good to go. But it's exactly. like we're such slim pickings with cool things for the PlayStation yeah. peripherals that it's like ah, well that's good enough. And it's like yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take anything at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, I, I was I was thinking about it. It's like last gen for both consoles were way cooler with like exclusive, like the the cool legendary editions of the consoles and everything. So you know, yeah. So, but that wasn't all God of War had to offer. They showed us a epic story trailer. Like when I watched this, because I I was hesitant to add this in, and then when I talked to you earlier. You're like, yeah, I watched it. I'm like, okay, cool. Because I didn't know if you wanted to see any more of this, but we're going to show this off to you because it looks dope. (laughs) Everyone keeps secrets. It's crazy to hear how much his voice has changed. Sometimes it's the only way to protect the ones we love. I'm assuming that it's like right as they get back. I know. Oh, yeah. God killer. What is it you want from me? Is it a god of war you came to find? We don't really want war. Do you, Kratos? Mm. All that blood on your hands, on your son's hands. What is it you will not tell me? I can't talk about it, but I just need you to trust me. <laughs> Sounds so much like his dad. I know. And still, I follow. Because all that matters is that you are safe. But that's not all that matters. The mistletoe. Who's keeping you safe? I do not need you to protect me. Uh, sure about that? Pretender God! It's like, Man. how are the Valkyries there? I know. Are these new Valkyries? Probably. That that has to be Helheim. Yeah. Do you even know of God's work? In your lifetimes, has anyone ever worshipped you? Ever prayed to you? Can you even imagine that kind of love? No. I don't even know how you're gonna find that. Yourself. Beyond the monster 
who kills without cause. So we are going back to Alpine. Yep. That looks so cool. Dude, let's go! Dude. Oh, that fight is going to be epic. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, our God of War Ragnarok counter is at the bottom of the screen right now. 54 days Three hours, 45 minutes. Under 60 days? Let's go, baby. Derek. Yeah. What is your biggest takeaway from that trailer? That they're not just... Because, you know, there was... there. You know, rightfully or wrongfully, they're comparing this to the original trilogy. Like, one came out, took the world by storm, and then mm -hmm. two came out. It was good, but a lot of people said it just felt like more of the first one. And while this does, like, some in some gameplay aspects and some other elements feels like it's just like a not a by the number sequel but just more of the first one like they're from a story perspective it doesn't seem like they're resting on their laurels because we have some i have some theories because that mm -hmm. person in the in the doorway like do you think that's big daddy oh. himself like oh yeah yeah okay i i got i got i got theories Derek, as well yeah. I, we okay so odin always appears as a traveler yeah like this this you know yeah meek traveler and all of that because he puts people off guard so that's him and that voice that's like this kind of like weird like frail kind of old man voice that's him he's not this husky yeah. you know voice or anything like that it ain't anthony hockman's it, it's this you know a weak dude sounding dude and then he's just like wham i'm odin yeah now because you know i know you had a theory about like kratos becomes tear but you know that is i didn't want yeah I that is yeah that is tear yeah but were you more insinuating that Tyr's going to die in the game and then Kratos takes over his mantle as the Norse God of War? I think he does. Okay. Because there, there's a theory that Kratos becomes Tyr or Kratos mm -hmm. is Tyr. And like, because Tyr has been able to, if we saw in the original God of War 2018, yeah. like Tyr had visited like Egypt in different places. Yeah. And that's kind of like the trajectory of what's going to happen with Kratos and everything. So mm, okay. I, th I think that's what's going to happen here. And plus tier is known to time travel. Yeah. Uh, his that's true. one of his powers and everything. So the the rope that he like he like cuts off and everything is yeah. like this unbreakable rope in Norse mythology that yeah. Odin binds Tyr with. Ah, okay. So that that's a huge thing right there. Okay. And then the two wolves, they chase the sun and the moon. Right. So it was, it's Atreus. Well, you know who he really is. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. Wolves. So that's what he was doing. He was changing what time the time of day. Yeah, like he was setting up what actually like they're chasing the moon and the mm -hmm. the sun and all that kind of but stuff. That looked like an eclipse. So I wonder what that if, if that how that's going to play out. Well, I, w I was just playing uh, the part where you get the chisel 
Um, yeah. And Mimir was talking about like the time. Um, there was that little that thing that was going up, and he was. That's he was, what he meant. Yeah, he was talking about the the wolf, the wolves chasing the sun and the moon. Mm-hmm. That's those wolves that chase the sun and the moon. Like, got you, yeah, because they're Loki's children. Mm, okay, got yeah. you. There's a lot of timey wimey yeah. junk in this thing. <laughs> so now I have a, a couple other questions for you. Do you think because you know Odin always looks at the traveler? Do you think he ever like to try and swindle Kratos and Atreus at some point? Do you think he impersonates at, at any point Tyr that he is Tyr to like like to try and get in on what they're trying to do? No, because he has eyes everywhere. The crows. Yeah. Like they're constantly like like even in the first game, like they're constantly everywhere. He knows what's going on. Yeah. And that's true. Him showing up as the traveler and not in his god form is him trying to talk Kratos out of doing something foolish, actually challenging his power in Mm. this realm. Uh, because he I think he's afraid. Like for Odin to do that, he's afraid because I'm curious, like, is this before or after the fight with Thor? Yeah, like, because wh- I don't want it to end up being, like, the same, like, episodes, like, crossing streams here, like, Star Wars, like, episode four to episode seven, right? Like, some of the yeah. same plot line. Yeah. I don't want them to get home after a strenuous mission and then a knock on the door, like, how 2018 starts, and it's Odin, like another, like, another mystery person, you know what I mean? Yeah, it could be like in a dream or something. But what was very interesting was him bringing up, have you ever been worshipped? Yeah, I know. Because we know Kratos, and like, especially when you get to the part where you have to go to Helheim, Kratos cares nothing for the gods, even though he's part Mm -hmm. god himself. He, from his experiences, especially with old daddy Zeus, um, that he has been manipulated betrayed by the gods mm-hmm. he cares nothing for them he and that's why like even in the beginning like atreus mentions is like not worshiping but in awe of the gods and kratos is yeah. like they're nothing special don't 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 basically i'd never meet your heroes type of thing you know what i mean yeah. like and we're, we're about to find out that that's <laughs> gonna be yeah. the thing and like yeah so it's interesting that he poses like hmm you hate the gods but is that because I wonder if Odin like this is like you hate the gods, but is that because you were never worshipped like we were? Yeah. yeah. Especially for the like for even though like especially like with the way God of War three ended, Kratos left Greece in ruins. Like there was nothing mm-hmm. there was practically nothing left of that game. Uh yeah. or of that of that city or country. So for right or for wrong, Kratos acts of like like whether they're acts of, you know, terrorism or acts of heroism <coughs> he never got the proper praise for it now whether he cares about it or not it does pose an interesting question but i have another one for you obviously we can defer that when like a tra- what atreus means like you just have to trust me like whatever like i can't tell you what it is but obviously it's referring to the panel at the end that we see mm. of the game that leaves a lot open for interpretation. Like we don't know the context. We just see this mural depicting these characters and we're left to wonder what's going to happen. So obviously that has part to play in it. Like, I don't know if Atreus figures it out or that weighs on his mind and he starts to get part answers and he doesn't like where it's potentially going to go. So he's like, I need to find answers. Obviously that's what he's keeping from Kratos, but 
do you think he makes a deal with Odin or with Thor or with Freya? Because we learned that Freya kind of turns on him for certain reasons in, in, at the end of the game. Yeah. Do you think he makes he he tries to make a deal with one of those three gods against Kratos, and he doesn't want to tell him because he knows what it it involves a god, and Kratos wants nothing to do with it. I, I don't think you know Atreus will you know betray Kratos. I, I don't think that's the that's oh, the no, play no, no. here. He's, he won't betray him, but I'm just saying to do right by his his father, he has to get his hands dirty. Yeah, like I think he's going to get his hands dirty. I think it's more of his powers. Uh, it's more of like what he like. He's starting to piece things together. The wolves are a big part of that. Uh, figuring out this, like the giant serpent, you know, the giant, the world snake. Yeah. I think like he's going to start put piecing things together, and that he's part giant, part god. Like that's a that's a very big. Uh, mix of powers and everything yeah. so i think it's more of what he is capable of he's afraid yeah. of that um that's true I, I think it's more of that than anything else um um so. um what was, the thing I was gonna that brings up another question we have yet to see the world serpent in mm. this at any point in the trailers and we don't we as far as I can remember, obviously we I, I have to beat the game again. World Serpent doesn't die by the end of the game. Like he gets he helps in the final fight, but he doesn't die. So it's like what happens? We know like part of what Ragnarok is the World Serpent fighting Thor. That's that's in all modern yeah. mythology. Um, but we have yet to see the World Serpent. Like we know the Lake of the Nine is frozen in a mm. lot of the trailers. We don't know at what point, but it is frozen. Do you think the World Serpent dies in this? in this game and that's why because we see like especially in like when it got a release date we saw fenris or fenrir or you know like the big wolf mm. do you think that takes over as the world serpent like that's the substitute for the world serpent so like mythology wise the world serpent and thor fight and they kill each other um yeah. or he kills thor like it, it it's pretty much just mutual destruction yeah uh, from what i remember i think that is like where you're you're seeing kratos fighting thor and then the world serpent comes in to yeah. like fight as well and i think that's where you see them you know duke it out and everything yeah um i i think it's like hey we don't have to show the world serpent because you saw him all the last game you know that's what i mean true. it's like we're going to show you all the new stuff uh yeah. and where you know like freya is a main character so we're going to show her but it's yeah. like we don't have to show you anything about the world serpent he's there you yeah. know what I mean? Like he didn't die, or it could be detrimental. Like they, it could probably be that they don't want to show him because it gives away too much story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Dan, you got a good point because we're yeah. we are going to see him uh, shooter uh, in in this. I'm sure because we're going to go to Asgard. It's during Ragnarok. Suter is the one that destroys Asgard. Yep. Yep. So and because we've already been to Muspelheim. <laughs> yeah, that's and everything. True. So. Yeah, there's a so lot. Much. There's a lot here. There's yeah. a lot here. Uh, we can talk. We can make. We can almost make it its own show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, but guys, we're gonna jump into the quick hits. Let us know what you thought about the God of War Ragnarok trailer. This this is gonna be the last trailer. I won't just tell you. Like yeah. they might they might do a hype trailer of what we've all seen, but Either I don't think we get like, anything else. Yeah, because now, well, I was gonna say, or maybe like that focus, like state of play that you know with Horizon and whatnot, but. 
because Game Informer is doing their month-long coverage of this, they might just use that as a substitute instead of doing a state of play. Yeah, I don't want anything else. I really don't. Yeah. Like I, I'm satiated. I just want these 54 days and three hours and 34 minutes uh, to get over with, so we can uh, get this game and I can get my five guys. Exactly. <laughs> oh Lord. Um. All right. So go, we're gonna do the PlayStation quickies first, and then I think we'll just transition into the quick hits right after that. That way we can just talk about what we want to because there's not a lot of quick hits this time around. So with the PlayStation quickies, the latest PS5 system update also added a new feature to trophies that lets you reveal all hidden trophies with one click of the button. Deviation Games announces the departure of co-founder Jason Blundell. Uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things will star in the upcoming Gran Turismo film. Babylon's Fall servers will officially be shutting down on February 27th. Stray is getting a standard physical edition release for PS5 on September the 20th. That's just five days from now. While the PS4 version will take a little longer and come out November 8th. Forspoken's main campaign will take approximately 30 to 40 hours to complete. The Last of Us multiplayer game set in, quote, dense city with lots of detail, hence resume of ex-Naughty Dog staffer. And God of War Ragnarok includes 60-plus accessibility features. Now moving on to the quick hits, uh, the Hitman movie from was uh, from James Gunn was pitched just weeks before he was hired for Guardians of the Galaxy. Ridgeline Games established by EA to work on narrative campaign in the Battlefield universe. Battlefield creative director Lars Gustafsson is leaving DICE after 20 years. EA Originals partners with Dynasty Warrior Studio for a new Monster Hunter-like game. Radic Engine trademarked by Square Enix in Japan. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins Wanderer of the DLC Wonder of the Rift DLC will be coming out October 26th. Square Enix is open to joint ventures on or taking a minority stake in its own studios due to rising development costs. Overwatch 2 heroes will need to be unlocked on the Battle Pass's free track. Rockstar has seemingly waved goodbye to Red Dead Redemption 2 and Red Dead Online. Splatoon 3 had the best launch ever for a Switch game in Japan. Cyberpunk 2077's Phantom Liberty expansion won't be on last-gen consoles. 343 Industries head Bonnie Ross leaving the studio. Uh, Gears of War pledges 1% of all future revenue to suicide prevention charities. Xbox owners can finally connect to Discord voice chats from their consoles. The Xbox app for PC now tells you how long it takes to beat a game. Halo Season 2 has now begun filming. And Nintendo reassures fans that Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp isn't canceled. And finally, The Sims 4 is going free-to-play on October 18th. Okay. I only want to really hit one of these. Uh, there's a lot in there. I, yeah. I want to talk about Overwatch 2, but... I, I figured that's where you were going to go. I want to talk about that, but there's one that is more important to me right now because I play it every week. And that yeah. is Bonnie Ross leaving 343 Industries. Mm-hmm. <sighs> She was a founder in the head of the studio. Yep. Uh, she has been there the whole run of 343 being over the Halo, Halo franchise. Um, in her reasoning why she left, there was health issues of her family, which mm-hmm. we pray for her yep. whole family. You know, thoughts and prayers. We want them to get better and everything. Do you think we've seen a lot of people leave 343? We've seen a lot of mm-hmm. people you know, jump ship and everything. Where do you see 343 going? Uh, We kind of talked about this on our stream Tuesday night when we were playing Halo. 
Yeah. But it is it is a Microsoft owned studio, mm-hmm. which Microsoft the, it's kind of one of those two big to fail studios. Yeah. Uh Microsoft will close the studio. They are not afraid to do that. <laughs> yeah. But what do you think is the the path forward for 343? I think I don't want to say it's positive. But I think having new blood coming in here will help, will definitely be interesting for the Halo franchise in the sense that, all right, whether, like, whatever kind of new blood they bring in, whether they've been Halo fans or whether they're just, you know, coming in because they're good at shooters or online multiplayer games, that kind of thing, I think will help add to and help maybe get back on track the development of halo infinite now Mm. whether like what that brings or like any new halo games after that we'll see but i think you know it was health issues but i i wonder if this was related to all the stress of the development of halo infinite especially over the last calendar year where they've been having trouble getting out uh seasonal content and like making the season so long and with with the multiplayer and whatnot and then there's like added stress with well maybe are we going to do story dlc because the End mm-hmm. credit scene le- left a lot open to wonder, like, all right, you know, what are, what's going to happen from here? Um, I think, you know, health issues were caused by the stress of the development as, because, you know, they they came out and I think their first game, their first game was Halo 4, correct? Yes, yeah, it was Halo 4. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Right after Reach. So, Halo 4, you know, was met with criticism. Halo 5 was met with heavy skepticism. Master Chief Collection came out and was a mess at launch. So I think all of that has built up to where I think health issues, and I think she was just, I don't want to say tired of it, but I think it just got to her in the sense of like, hey, look, it's affecting my health now, all the stress from Mm -hmm. up top and all the fan demand from this storied franchise. I need to step away. So I think it, it, you know, definitely pray for her in terms of that it 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 only goes upward. But I think it'll be good for the Halo franchise I'm not trying to make that sound distastefully or anything, but maybe some new blood will help write the ship uh, for Halo because Infinite, we talked about it. Infinite had a great launch, but mm-hmm. ever since then, it has been a, a, a shifting tide. Yeah, 100%. Um, so one thing that Nate said uh, in here is that Another person left literally yesterday that was yeah. on their uh, engine development team, which is David oh, Berger. Yeah. Um, he beat, he built 343's engineering team of 120 engineers from the ground up and led development on Infinite's Slip Space game engine and chipped Halo 4, 5, and Infinite with 343. Yeah. That's another blow uh, right there. Yeah. And this, and apparently like slip space i've i've seen it in uh screaming nate nate's uh talking about how hard it is uh to develop on that that they might switch over to unreal engine which i think that they could but i think that is a another title i don't think that that's infinite that they're going to do that with uh or a huge major update because uh, they're going to have to rebuild every asset. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that they're going to do that right mm-hmm. away. I think that's a long-term goal. Um, here's my thoughts, and I said this on stream on Tuesday. This is what I think they're going to do, Derek. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Okay? I want Halo Infinite to do well. I love playing Halo Infinite. It's the most fun I've had in a very long time of playing any game. Done. 
I don't think it's done, but I think it's dying, unfortunately. But they're going to do something that I I think is is not good for two studios. They're going to move somebody that is major from the coalition Uh, over to Halo, and they will take over, and it will not it will still not do as well because the, the ship is already out of the port and yeah. they're trying to, they're trying to correct the course and everything. And they don't even have a captain right now. Yeah. Um, it's just been one issue after another. And it's, it's sad because they had so many things, but if it was not a live service, I don't think that this would have been a problem. I think right. if they would have made it just a regular halo game and not try to shoehorn in live service, they wouldn't be having this problem because the expectation with live services is to have events and a battle pass that is yep. three to four weeks long. Um, you know, and that's, you know, not even three to four weeks long, like 12 weeks at max. Um, and that's what we're not getting, you know, three to four every year. And that's yeah. not what we're getting right now. We're getting two a year. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of a third one or 2.5. So, you know, I hope that Bonnie Ross and whatever's going on with family members or herself, that she, she gets, you know, better that her family member gets better and everything. I don't think, you know, I think this was just a, this is going on all of these other things. Like I I don't need this out of stress. Like you were saying. And and she was just like, I'm going to just take this time and I'm going to, I'm going to leave now um, because I just can't take it anymore. Uh, And then, you know, it, I really think they're going to bring somebody in from the coalition because they keep doing that. And it annoys the mess out of me because I, I want the coalition to focus on their own game. Cause they're great at doing it. I know. Uh, we'll see. Cause yeah. that's a good point. Like when will we see gear six? Like yeah. it, we're about due for it, but now it's like, well, with all this going on, if they're, if they're restructuring that own studio, it's or like moving pieces around in that studio. It's like, how is that affecting development there? Yeah, one hundred percent. So because the coalition, like, even if they're not moving pieces, they're still sending people to help with other projects. And it's like, what about your own? Like, are y'all good? Yeah, because it's like constantly we're talking about three uh, coalition working on and helping other people and everything. And I know they're a larger development team, but it's like you only have so many resources uh, to be able to work on. So, but there you go, guys. That is our episode for this week we hope that you enjoyed it uh, a ton of stuff and we didn't even cover it all um nope. let us know what your favorite story was what you're most excited to see and make sure to uh, watch us live over on twitch.tv slash nerd cave network on thursdays at 7 p.m central time or check out the video when it's on the replay and you can check us live out on monday and tuesday as well we hang out we play games we have a good time and we play halo on tuesdays as long as the servers stay open um (laughs) and guys make sure to go check out the podcast versions that you can see all the way around the world give us five star review and if you want to support us financially you can go over to patreon.com slash nerd cave pick the tier that best fits you and go over to epic game store use our creator code nerd cave at checkout for all your v bucks your brawler bucks your rocket league season eight pass getting them sony games on that pc you know what i'm talking about all those beautiful beautiful bean footage you can get it there nerd cave is our creator code over on the epic game store Derek, defender mm-hmm. of the bride frost daniels i enjoyed it we we've held off hellheim niflheim 
Moose the Heim. Alfheim. All the Heims. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Even Guys, Heimdall. It, even him. We we took his sword away from him. He was like, you don't get the sword anymore. <laughs> you let that you let that one person in. Exactly. You let that one person in. You, no more sword for you. No more sword for you. But guys, we hope you enjoyed it. This has been Zach. And Defender of the Bifrost. Y'all have a blessed week. Bye.